0: From the Salvation Army, you're listening to Wonderful Words of Life. Welcome, everybody, and Merry Christmas. It is my privilege to introduce our producer, Mr. Chris Benjamin.
1: I'm really excited to, to join you, Bernie, and I'm excited to be on the show. Uh, it's funny, I, I actually usually prefer to be the behind-the-scenes guy, but um, this this Christmas series was really special to me, and just the way it turned out, I, I was really excited to just Get to share with our listeners um, a little bit of the heart behind the series and, and the concept of this, but also just say thank you for for listening. Uh, those of you around the world, uh, we love hearing from you, and and it's just an honor to get to be in this position to to do ministry that we know is impacting countless people.
0: It really is exciting to have Chris on the program because we get to talk about one of the initiatives he's had, uh, particularly for these meals around the table.
1: You know, during the holidays, uh, during Christmas, Thanksgiving. I think we tend to think about family more than we normally do the rest of the year. Maybe we kind of take each other for granted the rest of the time, or we're just too busy. But during the holidays, as we gather around a meal... um, especially at Christmas. Those deep conversations that we have with maybe people that we don't see that often or we don't even take the time to just have a meaningful conversation with, those those conversations um, I, I think are worth sharing. And so this series is basically us just eavesdropping on some of our friends as they have a Christmas dinner and share their testimonies and get into um, a little bit of theological conversations and uh, even potentially debates. Uh, we have two different tables that we're going to be uh, visiting. And the first table that we're we're going to be at is actually our friend uh, Giovanni Smith yeah. and two of her friends Kayla Hedgren and uh, Charlene Capehart. Right. And Hearing these three girls talk, I mean, first of all, just hearing the bond that they have is amazing. But um, these are three powerful women of God that are already doing incredible things for the kingdom. And I know you're just gonna be blessed by by their their stories. And then we'll move on to our other table, which uh, our friend Bernie right here was at, along with his lovely wife, Laura. And we're also joined by Commissioner Willis Howell, who's the commissioner for uh, the Salvation Army U.S. Southern Territory as well as Major Jerry Friday, who's my boss, Yeah. and um, as well as Mercy, who works in our department. So if you've ever called Soundcast or sent us an email or a Facebook comment, she's who you spoke with. Um, And so we're excited to share this. And then we're also joined by our own Lori Miller.
0: Yeah. And we want to say a special thank you to all of those folks that joined us around the table. And uh, we're a little bit vulnerable for the evening that we recorded that. But we want to say thank you to you.
1: We hope this is a a blessing to you. And and it's our prayer that uh, just someone's story is really going to hit you where you are now. And God is just going to use in a powerful way.
2: What are your favorite Christmas memories or not good Christmas memories?
3: Well we had I remember because my you guys know my siblings are fifteen and seventeen years older than me and then even older than Jordan. But we would have, we only had a few Christmases where we were all still in the house. Mm-hmm. But one year, they bought us a karaoke machine. We had an oldie CD. Hey. This is how I learned all my love shack, baby. I mean, this was all so, so we, I was going to say, that was one of my favorite Christmases as we had, it was all of us still in the house. I think it was our last one together. And we were in front of that karaoke machine all week. So.
2: Hmm.
3: Listen, one Christmas. I got me a boombox for my parents, and then the following year—no,
2: I think it was the same year—my aunt got me the Sierra CD and Mario. Mario, okay. <laughs> but Sierra when you know, it was like a boy, the her album oh, like a boy. okay. That's hilarious. Honors. I think for me, I remember uh, Christmas of—I want to say it was '99. My my dad acted like he didn't get any of us gifts, little did he know that he kept all the gifts in the attic. I would have fought him. But no no but me and my brothers, we went up to the attic, so we knew, like, <laughs> we know what time. So, so like he was like, Oh yeah, we didn't get any gifts. And then we were just like, oh really? Well, okay. We planned it cool. Cause like <laughs> So then he came through and he was like, he rang the doorbell all cheesy like or whatnot. Oh, wow. He was no. like, We got all the gifts. Yeah. He was No, he was not. I would have been would have so happened. embarrassed. <laughs> Mortified. I don't just
3: think I ever believed in Santa Claus, so <gasps> Okay. You know, my, okay. Mom, my mom still signs she still signs some of our gifts from Santa.
2: I think I chose To this day. To this day. Okay. Oh I don't gosh. think my my parents just never pressed Santa like that, you know? My parents never pressed Santa, but I chose to believe yeah, Exactly. In Santa. Some hope. Okay, it it's
1: Right, Laura? Yeah. And you well, go to the Christmas. Christmas
4: so There's sort of a it to it. So, Laura, what's one of your memories of Christmas?
1: Uh, one of the big things for us is my dad always making breakfast mm-hmm. on,
4: on Christmas Day. Christmas Day. Oh, oh, right. Yeah. Oh, that's very nice. You can almost smell it now, yeah.
1: can't you? It's still Eggs. <laughs> yeah. Eggs and
3: toast
0: and bacon. And-
5: Mercy, what about you? We were. Um, 12 kids in the family. Oh, my mercy. So yeah, let's the go from, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so I'm the baby, and um, we always get together on Christmas, no matter where my brothers and sisters were, Christmas came home. Mm. In my town, I live in a small town in Colombia, South America, and the only TV, colored TV at the time, it was in our house. So all of the kids in the neighborhood, Christmas morning, they would come to our house for whatever reason, to watch TV, to play with us. So it was, it was fun, it was a lot of fun.
4: <laughs> My dad would sometimes be gone for Christmas. He was in the Navy. And in those days, to be gone on a, on a ship, you could be gone for nine months, a year at a time. They, they try to tighten that up a bit now. And so I can remember odd occasions when he wasn't there for Christmas but I can also remember, I, I can close my eyes and see our sort of, now by our today's standards, a Charlie Brown kind of Christmas tree. I'm mean, just a branch here, a branch there, you know. But oh, it was so special because it was all decorated in the tinsel. So uh, the, the music of Christmas was always very special. As, um, as I began to play an instrument myself, going out and caroling and that kind of thing. so just, there's a lot of warm memories.
2: I was able to some people are like looking back, what were some of your highs and lows for 2019? And what are you looking forward to 2020? Or like, what's some of the big things for you in 2020?
3: I think 2019 for me was a year of transition. You know, mm-hmm. I moved to Atlanta at the end of <laughs> August of 2018. And I don't think I really got settled here in Atlanta till probably March of this year. Mm-hmm. So I feel like finally finding community, finally feeling like, this is home. Now that I'm settled into a place, um, like continuing to build the community that I have and strengthen those relationships. Right. Yeah.
2: No, I just moved here September. Same, time, same yeah. you know, right around the same time. Yeah, like for me, it was just all about learning, learning, growing, finding true community, being around real people, real energy, real vibes, being able to challenge my close friends yep. to to go in deeper in the word and and really living out like the
3: kingdom. Well, and I think we've talked a lot about like, what does it look like to have a community that's not just like talking the talk, but right. like you're walking the walk too. Right. Like we're not just saying we're praying for you. Or we're not just saying we want things to change or we want to like do life together, but what does it look like to actually take Be action like, yeah. in that? And I think now having the relationships where you can do that.
4: 2019 is coming to a close. So jump ball here. How was 2019 for you? 2019 was an exciting year for me. I uh, received a new appointment that I absolutely love, and uh, we we haven't stopped, uh, especially with the Soundcast group. They're they're always coming up with exciting things. So I, I'm very excited what 2020
5: is going to hold. Mm. For me, it was very special. In the beginning of the year, like the beginning of 2019, um, I felt a lot of pressure on my household, bills, the house being clean. I have a two-year-old boys, which is...
4: uh, That's a handful.
5: Yes, to say the least. So I felt a lot of pressure because everything was on me. Um, I felt like my husband was just there to work, bring the money, and that was it. Until I prayed to God, I said, you know what? I can't handle this anymore. I can't have this pressure. Um, I don't think he's the right guy for me because I need somebody to actually help me grow as a person, uh, be a father for my boy, you know, mm-hmm. those sort of thing. So I pray hard and I say, um, God, just give me a sign. So this day, my car broke down. <clears throat> it was in hell in Georgia. I accidentally lost the key and everything inside, meaning cell phone, everything, I, I didn't have anything. With me, I didn't have any phone numbers, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't call people. The only phone number I know by heart is my husband. So I called him. I said, "Um, hey, listen, I broke down. This happened uh, with the baby. And he says, where? I say, in Helen. I'm in Helen, Georgia, which is an hour and a half away Mm -hmm. from my house. And he said, okay, um, listen, I have a meeting to go to. So when I get done, I will call you. I say, call me where? I don't have my cell phone. I'm calling you from a place. And he's like, let me call you right back. So that meant for me, this is it. Mm -hmm. I don't need somebody who tell me that. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's my husband. It's his responsibility Mm -hmm. um, to go pick me up, like say where, give me the address, give me the name of the place. I'll go right away. Mm -hmm. No, he didn't do that. He had a meeting with somebody else, which I felt that's more important. So when I came home, when I finally, my brother went and picked me up, I came home and I told him, why wouldn't you tell me I'm going to come and pick you up? and instead of having a meeting. So he's like, well, I had a meeting, blah, blah, blah. So i like, this is it. I don't want to see you anymore. I need a father for my child, and best of all, I want a husband for myself. Mm. I-, I don't want you here. So he left for a week. Um, he went to his parents' house, came back a week later, totally different man. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I cannot, I cannot express. He is just totally different. He is the man I wish he was before that accident. So I thank God for that accident, you know, for whatever happened to me and Helen, because it brings back a new husband. Transformation. Mm So I I honestly, that was God working in my life.
3: 2019 is not a year I want to hold on to. I'm ready for 2020. We've had a lot of, challenges that we're facing and we've been facing for years and it, just in all honesty which i always am probably to a fault yeah it's not been a great year you know we're, we're looking at some losses and we're looking at some challenges in the future but in it all um, you know what i've learned over those years is that in those places in those real hard wilderness desert places where god does his best work
4: uh, yeah it does stink sometimes yeah and that's hurt. also part of Christmas, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's absolutely. into the that's darkness, right. it's right. into the yuck, it's into the 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 the, the gloom of it the, right. the light of that's hope right. just
1: absolutely comes. and
4: that's Whatever. into where Jesus
1: right. is
4: born. That's where he comes, and that's the hope
1: yeah. of Christmas,
4: right.
0: isn't it?
1: Yes, hundred percent.
0: The Salvation Army's mission: doing the most good means helping people with material and spiritual needs. You become a part of this mission every time you give to the Salvation Army. Visit SalvationArmyUSA.org to offer your support. And we would love to hear from you. Email us at radio at USS.SalvationArmy.org. Call 1-800-229-9965 or write us at P.O. Box 29972, Atlanta, Georgia three zero three five nine when you contact us we'll send you our gift for this series it's totally free for listeners like you one per household while supplies last you can also subscribe to our show on itunes or your favorite podcast store and be sure to give us a rating just search for wonderful words of life follow us on social media for the latest episodes extended interviews and more and if you don't have a church home we invite you to visit your local Salvation Army Worship Center. They'll be glad to see you. This is Bernie Dake inviting you to join us next time for the Salvation Army's Wonderful Words of Life.